0: Zone, coming to you live from the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. Luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power.
1: Anyway, he never really talks much, never because his status, but still even is struck. starstruck. Humble through opportunities, given despite the fact that many misjudge him because he makes a living from writing raps. Put it together himself, got a picture connect, never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect. He's only focused on
3: what he wrote, his will is beyond reach, and now it all unfolds, Skill up and artist. 20% skill, 80% gear, be 100% clear, cause you was Ill.
0: The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O' Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O' Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O' Tires, they have everything you need to fit your
3: budget and style. It should help show us where our holes are. Uh, but you also, you know, you got to get back on track is, is kind of a phrase I'm going to use. And you look at what the Denver Broncos have done from the beginning of the year and then how they flipped it and have now played such great football. There's a mental, you know, thing to all this as well. There's the physical, the mental, and then the spirit that you have internally. Um, and, and, you know, obviously, you know, at this juncture, none of us thought that, you know, that we'd be 4-3. and three. We are. And, uh, and and you got to get out of your feelings, and you gotta, you got to bounce back. We're going to have an incredible crowd on Wednesday against an incredible team uh, that's got potentially three first-round draft picks and two lottery picks that we'll be playing against. And when you play against pros, you better bring your A game.
4: Hmm. Arkansas-Duke, that's going to be a lot of fun. Big opportunity for Arkansas. Uh, Lenardi just uh, put out a tweet. Taking a look at the uh, these games the next couple of days and the uh, potential matchups, the seeding uh, for his NCAA bracketology. He has Duke a number two, excuse me, a number two seed right now, number seven overall. Arkansas a ten seed, number forty overall. So yes, a huge opportunity for Arkansas. Lenardi, by the way, has eight SEC teams in the NCAA tournament as of right now. A Little early, but
5: I think Arkansas is in the uh, obviously early. It's in last four in though.
4: Right? Yeah. As the well, not no, I don't think they were last four in. They were the a ten seed. It's the elevens that are in the last four. Yeah, end.
6: okay,
4: uh, but they're close, uh, coach. Oh, the question of the day: How concerned are you about the uh, Razorbacks basketball team right now? Very concerned, somewhat concerned, not concerned at all. Right now, it's uh, somewhat concerned, not concerned at all. Is the
5: not concerned leading. at all. Yeah, is leading at forty six percent, somewhat concerned at forty percent, and then very concerned.
4: of our voters... The reason I'm not concerned was because... We've seen this every year. Well, that. and Look, they played some good teams. That's what Coach Musselman said about the Bahamas.
3: This was the hardest, by far, scheduling stretch that I've ever been a part of. We were the last team to the Bahamas. Um, We had the last practice the first day that we practiced. We had the last shoot-around of the day, the day of the game. We played the last game, played double overtime, and then we had to play a game less than 24 hours from that time. Uh, No excuses. That's what happens when you decide to go play in a tournament like that. Um, But we were the only team that every game had less time to prepare than their opponent. And I think it caught up with us. I really do. I think uh, in game one, if maybe that doesn't go into double overtime, we have a little bit more juice in game two. Um, and so on and so forth. We'll have Devo Davis on the show tomorrow, and I'm I'm curious to talk about some of the
4: challenges that they had in the Bahamas. I also want to ask him about that ballroom that they played in. How was it awkward? Was it you know was it weird? And and then the court. Did you notice a, a lot of slipping? And and there were a lot of yeah. like I don't know if it was the ball. Maybe there was a dead spot in the court. There were just a lot of. Uh, almost losing the ball. You know, it's like they were dribbling and it would just go away and they'd get it back and they wouldn't lose it but it was just, I don't know, it just seemed like a, a strange situation. Uh, football news. Yesterday, of course, Poo Paul entered the portal. Today, Jordan Crook enters the portal. So, two uh, Razorback linebackers enter the portal. Trying to get uh, Brad Bolding on here. I texted him a few minutes ago and told him we'd be calling in five minutes. He hasn't responded, but uh, make sure I told him 11 10. yeah 11 10 so uh, try him again here in a couple of minutes so I'll look over at the uh, southern structural solutions text line haven't had a chance to get over there but we've had several people write in <clears throat> this one from the 501 wants to know about the tax implications for the money paid to players the NIL money is it regular payroll that is taxable and has social security held out or are they contract laborers just curious the way I understand it, it's they're contract laborers So it's up to them at the end of the year to file their taxes and to pay all that uh, good stuff to the government. And that's part of the the, uh, learning process. And that's one of the reasons why Arkansas created an NIL program that teaches their student-athletes about the things that they have to do so that they're prepared at the end of the year to pay these taxes and make sure that they're not doing anything illegal or wrong. Uh, This one from the 501 wants a Tremont Mark update. Yesterday, Coach Musselman talked about that. Do we have that clip? I don't believe we do. I can summarize what he said. Basically, uh, he's got checked out at the hospital. He got checked uh, with an MRI. Everything came back. Yesterday, they were having a spine specialist uh, examine him. I think they're just making sure, you know, dotting the I's, crossing the T's, that everything is okay. And then it's his body. You know, his body will tell him when it's time to get back out on the court. So the update was there's... Everything looks good structurally. He seems fine. Uh, he and uh, Danielle, Coach Musselman and Danielle went and saw him when they got back from uh, the Bahamas and just to check on him. Um, but they don't know. He, he doesn't know if he'll be available for uh, Duke Wednesday or not. So that's where we are until, I guess we won't have an update from Coach until the Duke game so we will just be waiting there with everybody else looking at the starting lineups or uh, checking to see if he's going through warmups before the game at shoot around but that's that's it right now Uh, from the 501 can we not give high school football officials some love rather than constantly whining complaining and ripping them I don't know that we constantly rip high school football officials I don't ever hear it on this show I don't know who's doing that are they perfect no are NFL officials perfect no College, heck no. I mean, yeah. are the players perfect? No. Are the coaches perfect? No. But look, it is what it is. We complain about officials at all levels. Yeah, That's part of it when you sign up. Uh, are they a very important part? Heck yeah. Heck, we've had officials up on the show talking about uh, different things. The camp that they had down in Benton trying to uh, get new officials. That is an issue here in Arkansas. Christian, the phone's ringing. Maybe that's coach. coach. Uh, they need officials in Arkansas. They're always needing high school officials, basketball, baseball, softball, whatever. They need a younger generation of kids to come out and sign up and be officials. And it's a great way to earn a little extra money, be involved still with the team, and uh, be out there and or, or be a part of a team, the crew, and be a part of high school sports. Yeah, and I just saw this. Thanks from the 501. Wes just announced Arkansas Edge NIL Collective ran by Blueprint Sports. This is great news for the future of NIL in Arkansas. This is what Coach Pittman was alluding to, that there is a recommitment to NIL in Arkansas, and uh, he felt like they were going to uh, be able to take another step forward with NIL. This is exactly what he was talking about. Uh, this has been in the works, and this is something that's that's needed and
5: this is basically a third party that manages the n right? i l right
4: I believe yeah, I've got to read more into it, but that's what it sounds like exactly to me um, I heard someone say this, and this was a national show, and it was dealing with Indiana, and it made a lot of sense, and it made me think about Arkansas. Indiana fired their head coach, mm-hmm. and they're paying this guy the, sixteen, I believe, sixteen million. He it, the buyout was supposed to be twenty, but he there was a settlement, and they're paying him sixteen million. And this national writer was like, "You're you're Indiana. Mm-hmm. You need players. Would it be better to take that sixteen million and use it for some kind of collective nil and go out and get some players? Because you got a coach. He's not terrible, but if he had better players, would the coach be better?" I was like, yeah, that does make sense. Instead of spending all that money and not having enough money for NIL, it's just uh, you're just moving money around in your budget. Allocating money. Allocating, yes. Couldn't you better spend that money somewhere else? That was the point for Indiana football. I was like, couldn't that kind of apply for Arkansas? where well, they're talking about trying to raise more money for NIL, and let's face it, for some of the people that they go to, to uh, ask for donations for money for a buyout, the same people mm-hmm. makes it a lot easier to get that money for a collective or an NIL agreement. Better ways to spend that money may make sense. Let's take a phone call. Tony's in Texas. Tony, welcome into the zone. Hey, what's up, Christian? How y'all doing? What's up? You had a good holiday. Yeah, it was. It was good. How about you?
7: We had a great time. Uh, My wife and I, we try to go to a game, you know, once every two, three years. It's hard for us to get to a game, but we bought tickets for Missouri early Mm -hmm. in the season. I guess before the season even started, you know. Yeah. Oh, it meant something. It didn't. But, you know, it was our anniversary weekend. We went up there anyway, had a good time. We sat there the entire game. It was cold, bundled up, got hot chocolate, yelled at the football team, you know, just just made a good day of it even though the game was crap and you know i don't understand you know people go to a football game and pay a lot of money we paid a lot of money for our tickets to get there because we bought them early you know who knew they were going to be crappy Mm
1: -hmm.
7: and uh had had decent seats watched the whole game we stayed the entire time but you know people were leaving halfway through the second quarter then that first touchdown in the third quarter, people really cleared out. And, you know, I understand people don't want to watch a bad product, but you've, you've paid money to come watch a football game. Go watch a football game. It's a live game. And anybody that has been complaining about KJ, let's put Cr- Criswell in. Let's put Criswell in. KJ's no good. KJ can't do Criswell couldn't do any better because if you can't block, you can't block. You can't throw. He got beat up just as much as KJ did the entire game.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: It just—it's just shocking to me the, well, uh, uh, I don't know the word for it, fickleness of Razorback fans, and and how they complain so much. You know, there was fire, Sam, Chance going on around me, and you know, hey, that's fine. You know, I I, I disapprove of people booing at the team at halftime because that's just you know that's crap. You don't boo at the team; it's not their fault that they're not being coached properly. My wife looked at me at the end of the game. She goes, are they not going to fire him? I was like, no, Hmm. probably not. This is what we have to look forward to next year.
4: Tony, you're a good fan, and you're a good man. Thank you for the call.
7: You're welcome, Have a good day.
4: Yeah, I think the biggest difference there, that was Tony's one game, whereas a lot of people who were leaving – they, had, they were probably season tickets holder, holders and then been there for the other also, five, six, seven games. They're like, enough's enough.
5: They may have bought the tickets that week and been like, we'll go up for the heck of it. And yeah. Like, we spent $10. $10. Okay, I'm
4: out. Okay, we got $10 worth. We're out of here. Uh, got a cheap ticket at War Memorial Stadium. You're going to see some great games this weekend. The state championship games start Thursday night with the eight-man title game. and Then Friday, we got two. Saturday, we've got two. Brad Bolding, head coach of the Parkview Patriots, joins us now. Coach, welcome into the zone. How are you doing?
8: How are you guys in the park?
4: No, now. you don't. So, no. Hey, dude, you're getting you know, ready for a state, state championship right game. <laughs> if you if you got something else going on, that's okay. If you didn't take her call, that's yeah. fine. I get it. No, I
9: don't want to miss y'all's call. I appreciate you having me,
4: Coach. I, I'm curious. How does this year feel different to you than than last year?
9: Well, I mean, we're 13 and 0, and I, I, I we really challenged our players back in January. To you know, once you go through this, it's kind of you know, for lack of a better phrase, like a drug, it's the kids want to experience it again. And, you know, you have to try to raise the bar every year. And so, you know, we set some goals that that were pretty high goals, and one of them was be undefeated. Um, And, you know, they've been able to accomplish that. And, man, it's just a fun group to coach. These guys, they love to practice, which is not normal for, you know, teenage kids. But they when they get out to practice they really like to compete and I think that's really what's making us a better football program and a better team and makes it really fun for us coaches is that they just get out there and get after it and you know, they're constantly competing against each other so I, you know I, I think that that's kind of uh, you know the bar that we've raised this year and, and that's been done probably I would say by our seniors we've got a really good group of core seniors and obviously our juniors Got some really talented players there as well.
4: I was talking with uh, your brother Bobby Bolding a couple weeks ago, and he, he, yeah, that's like, how's the team? How are y'all doing? He's like, man, we're doing great. We're in great shape, health wise. We're great. Our biggest concern is we don't know what we're going to do in a four quarter game because, fortunately or unfortunately, you've been you know have mercy ruling everybody and pulling your starters after the half. Uh, I guess you finally got to play uh, your starters a little bit longer than a half last week. Is that still a concern, a four-quarter game?
9: You know, I was proud of how we played. I was concerned with that. You know, we we ended up in in the Camden game the other day, keeping them in, and uh, I I thought they did well. Um, You know, 11 of our 13 games that we've either – we've mercy ruled and they've been done in half, Um, and and so – uh, you, you are you always a little bit concerned with how you're going to play you know, with obviously playing four quarters but i thought they i thought they played well and you know we made some adjustments at halftime and players were able to come out and make those adjustments and really really paid off i believe we held they were they, aver- they averaged i think uh 1.8 yards per carry on the running on the rushing and then I'm not, I can't remember passing, but we, our, our stats for our defense, you know, for against the teams that we've played has been kind of off the charts. I think for our total for the year, teams have averaged two, 2.1 yards per carry mm. and some, somewhere around 120 to 130 yards passing a game. So we've been really pleased with that.
4: Coach, uh, everybody knows, or most people know about Amarian Robinson and your talented safety and plays on offense for you. Uh, I want to talk to you about uh, Montario Elston, Money. He is one of my, if not favorite players, to watch in high school. Uh, And I get it. If he was two or three inches taller, he would be offered by probably everybody. I've watched enough of him. If you can't hit him, I don't care how small he is. There are examples all over the the world, you know, whether it's, you look at the Cowboys right now with Deuce Vaughn or uh, Darren Sproles from years ago. Uh, just because you're short doesn't mean you can't play football and be very good at it. Is he getting some more yeah, looks?
9: Yeah, I mean, Wes, he's, he, he's, a, he's on another level. And I'd like to sit here and say I coached that, you know, all those moves that he makes, but I would, I would tear my ACL, trying to do some of those things that he does. He is, uh, you know, it's funny that you said Deuce Bond. I mean, he, Kansas State offered him. But they absolutely love him. Matter of fact, they told me on the phone they thought he's the best player in the country. I thought, it was, woof, man, wow. you really want this kid. Um, and they, they, you know, Deuce Bond's actually smaller than, than money is. His money's bigger than, than, than him. But, uh, i tell you what, he does his stuff in practice. Uh, just we, we still we'll really look at each other as coaches and just our mouths are dropping to say, "Wow, that's not normal," um, you know. And so he, he he's going to get, you know, there's going to be a, more people that are going to pull the trigger. They're going to have to. If not, they're going to get beat by him <laughs> because he's that good. I mean, he's a, he's, a, he's a. I think probably I tell college coaches West that a Marion is the best athlete in the state in my opinion and money's the best football player Hmm.
4: well i like your quarterback too and i saw uca has offered eric mcgee and i did not realize he was as fast as as he is
9: yeah he, he went to their camp this summer and ran a 437 at a 42 inch vertical uh he's a tremendous athlete uh he loves quarterback he loves he's a student of the game he's I can't tell you how much he's improved uh, since his sophomore year, but it is uh, unbelievable how much he has improved. He's just his uh, he, he mechanics throwing. I think Coach Johnson, Claude Johnson, has done a great job with him. Clay Benberg is, is is called plays that you know are, are really geared for for him, for Eric, and you know it's a confidence builder early on in games, and and you know when his confidence is. Is rolling. He's he's tough to beat. He was eleven of eleven the other night throwing against Camden.
0: Hmm.
9: I think for two hundred yards and ran for eighty five. So he's uh, you know, and we, and we haven't really ran him because we hadn't had to. We've got we've got several tailbacks that we've run in and out, but uh, you know people people weren't you know weren't really paying much attention to him as far as our some of our play acts and stuff, and so we started running him a little bit and he's he's had some the last couple of games he's had some really good runs some really good you know, it's stuff that's really helped us in the games so and we've been really proud of him for that
4: brad bolding with us on the brandon moving the storage hotline the head coach of the parkview patriots they take on shiloh for the state championship coaches a rematch of last year's title and uh we caught up with uh, bo williams last week after they knocked off pine bluff big second half from uh, shiloh and yeah, both said, you know, this is what they wanted. You know, this is the game that they 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 had that bad taste in their mouth, and they wanted to get a chance at Parkview in the state championship game. So I know that they're they're eagerly anticipating this game. What about your guys and a rematch? How how do you what do you how do you see your team responding?
9: Well, Wes, I think we have a tremendous amount of respect for Shiloh. They do a great job of what they do over there. I mean, obviously, Bo Williams. Uh, Walt Williams is a friend of mine. That's his dad. I believe he adopted Bo. And uh I actually talked to them last year after we beat them on the phone. And, you know, the kid's a tremendous athlete. And, and, and is a good a person as an athlete. He's just a great kid, a great young man. I mean, power cleans like three forty, three fifty. So, you know, when you go in to tackle a guy like that, you better get down below the thighs unless, unless you want unless your shoulders broke because, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's that type of runner. So, you know, one of the things that we've really run under stress this whole week is is we've got to gang tackle him. We've got to get all 11 guys to the football. And, um, you know, and he's not the only one. They've got, I think they do a good job with, with, you know, quarterbacks are both fairly young. They run two quarterbacks in and out. One's a freshman and one's a sophomore. But they don't play like that. You know, they play, like they're a little older, so um, they're not in the same category as the quarterback they had last year. But they probably will be at some point. Um, but Bo is definitely the guy that you know that that kind of is the engine for their their offense, and he is a dude.
4: How about their defense? What what challenges do they present?
9: Well, I, they just play really sound. I mean, they they play hard. They don't make a lot of mistakes, and their players are going to be where they're supposed to be. Um, you know, so we, you know, I think the key to this game is 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 up front. I, uh, I usually have to say that each week, but I really believe that this week that on um, offense and defensive lines, we've got we've got the win. Night battle in the trenches, um, especially with us. You know, we like to run the football, and so we've got to get movement off the, off the line of scrimmage. And we have been able to do that all year, and so that's going to be our focus for sure, Friday or Saturday, excuse me. And then, you know, being able to throw the ball when we need to, um, and then getting the ball to the guys that are the playmakers. I think Money, Marion Robinson, and Jermaine Pennies runs a ten-seven hundred meter, and I mean those guys are the ones that when they get the ball, you, there's a chance they may score. So you want to get the ball in those guys' hands and. And you don't want to have any turnovers. I mean, us we, we we've been fortunate not to turn the ball over much this year, um, and and we've we've caused quite a few turnovers. And, and and usually, typically, we've gotten points off of them. So, you know, that's a, that's a plus for us. So they're going to, have to do those things. And I think the biggest thing too is special teams. I mean, there's a reason why I told the players the reason why they call it special, especially at this time of year, because championship games. You know, most times people are pretty evenly matched but you got to find an advantage somewhere and a lot of times it's in your special teams and so that's something that i coach that's i work i coach running back and i coach entire special teams and um it's important to me that we execute those really well each week and so we take a lot of pride in that
4: well coach best of luck to you thank you for your time today i hey, sure appreciate y'all having me Brad Bolding joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Parkview, Shiloh, Christian, Saturday night for the state title. You can hear it right here on The Buzz and watch it on uh, PBS. Let me tell you about Guadagnia Chevrolet. Right now, huge used car liquidation going on through the end of the month. They had a great Black Friday. And that means they got a ton of trade-ins. They sold a lot of good new cars. But now they've got ample used vehicles. So they're having a special for you. How about a used tracks as low as two ninety nine per month? Used sparks as low as two ninety nine a month. A used rogue as low as one seventy-four a month. Go to the website, Guatney take a look at all the inventory. Figure out what you want. Pick out the car you want. Then head out to the Gregory Street Exit in Jacksonville and take advantage of the used car liquidation sale. Beats anything on the market. It's happening right now at Guatney Chevrolet.
0: And I know
5: going to be Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone brought to you by Elias Mexican Grill. Headed to the Hill, take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elias in Morrellson. The Bears beat the Vikings 12-10 last night on Monday Night Football in a game that saw only one touchdown scored. It did see a lot of turnovers, however, as the two teams combined for six of them. Minnesota quarterback Josh Dobbs accounted for four of them as he threw four interceptions. Chicago quarterback Justin Fields accounted for the other two as he fumbled twice in the fourth quarter, but he did redeem himself by making a 36-yard pass to put the Bears in position to kick the game-winning field goal with under a minute to go. With that loss, the Vikings fall to 6-6 and on the season. They're still in the playoff picture with the last wildcard spot. Just outside are the Packers, Rams, and Saints, who are all 5-6. And And Arkansas football saw its first big portal departure yesterday as Christopher Paul Jr. entered the transfer portal. Paul was the second leading tackler this season with 74 tackles, 2 sacks, and a pass breakup. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network.
2: Mark McClarty Ford's month-long Black Friday sales event is happening now with brand new F-150s at $13,000 off MSRP and 2.9% financing for 72 months only at Mark McClarty Ford in North Little Rock.
1: It's the season for giving, and Saracen makes it special this December. Play to win an incredible Mercedes-Benz CLS 450 from Mercedes-Benz of Little Rock. With an alluring look of luxury, the CLS 450 is a top-of-the-line Mercedes, and it can be yours just for playing at Saracen. Only 40 minutes away, Saracen Casino is Little Rock's closest place to play and win the Mercedes-Benz of your dreams.
6: Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style.
2: Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Fall is upon us. Don't go into the cold, wet winter months wondering if your roof will hold up till spring. Get peace of mind now. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof, free.
1: Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. Registration is now
5: open for the 2023 Dodgeball Center Dodgeball Tournament, December 10th on Main Street in downtown Little Rock. Get your team together and get ready to compete for the Giant Wrench. Go to dodgeballcenter.com for more information.
2: It's Justin Aker here to tell you about our friends at Cash Restaurant downtown Little Rock. And we're getting into cooler temperatures, which means the holidays will be here before you know it. So if you're thinking about booking a holiday party, there is no better place than Cash Restaurant downtown. Where you'll find great food, great prices, great space And also, how about free valet parking? If you're going to book a holiday party, though, get on it now. 501 850 0265. 501 850 0265 or online at cashlittlerock.com. If you've got a wedding function coming up, a corporate event, or again, a holiday party, no better place than Cash Restaurant. I love the variety available on the menu, too. Soups and salads, seafood steaks, and you can get pizzas over the lunch hour. Just a great spot to go down for lunch or dinner, and again, for a party. And they have a couple of different options on rooms. got the bayou room which holds around 30 people and upstairs a beautiful space for up to 150 cash restaurant your go-to for lunch dinner and holiday party season get your event booked at cashlitterrock.com or 501-850-0265
0: you're back in the zone. You know, we disagree on things from time to time, but one thing's for sure. I'm a Arkansas Razorback fan. <laughs> what do they say down
3: here? Woo, Peaks.
0: Now, let's root for those hogs and stay tuned. Yeah, to the bad zone. Bad.
3: She
2: slammed
4: that door. She broke my heart. That girl so got out of town fast. She bounced, so I bounced. In. Need a tire? How about a new set of tires? Big O tires is ready to take care of you. Always great deals at Big O Tires. Go to BigOtires.com slash deals to see all the deals. Got a lot of people traveling, holidays coming up. Now's the time to take care of things. Make sure you got a good set of tires on that car. Cabin and Conway, two locations. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider and Cabin. It's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. Don't forget, Big O Tires does more than just tires. They have mechanics on hand ready to take care of all your needs. Big O Tires, the team we trust.
0: Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring.
2: Bradley off the screen for three. he miss? He's been terrific in this first half.
0: River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com.
4: RiverCityFlooringInc.com. All right, let's talk some hoops. We need something good to happen around here, Pat been nothing but bad news. Lose to Memphis. Lose to North Carolina. Get blown out by Missouri. Pooh Paul transfers out. Jordan Crook transfers out. Good lord. Need something positive.
8: Well, who's transferring in? We don't know
5: we don't yet. Know yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
8: well, maybe we'll get good news when we find that out. So, we'll just to see. But yeah, it's... Um, it was funny we were talking when they were gone last week, and you know we emphasized how important it was to get the first victory against the Stanford team that um, you know could cause you some problems. And they go out and they do that, albeit you know maybe not to, you know the cleanest ball played, uh, but it, you know then you know I think something Coach Musk said in one of his uh, press conferences was Memphis had a kid a tough matchup from the three position and, and also uh, UNC did too. So, you know, it was, it was definitely uh, one of the encouraging things was I, I thoroughly enjoyed when he said that he watched more film in, 20, in the last 24 hours than he's ever had in 24 hours. And that every he went through every single play and sending some clips to every single player. And what that said to me was, because he could have assistants help him break it down and Mm -hmm. all this stuff, but he was sending a message to everybody in the organization that, you know, this is it. He's taking it upon himself, uh, so you better get ready because this is going to be the most intense however many days leading up to the Duke game because Duke's a heck of a team, fellas. They're a Scoring team. They got National Player of the Year contender. They got five star freshmen. They've got a couple of guys from last year's team. Yeah. You know, they've got a veteran guy. I think he might be a 50 year guy. Um, the kid, Jeremy Roach. And they got the kid, uh, Proctor, who's a, another really good returner. So, and they've been, I mean, it's, I don't, you know, Duke's, Duke's. Plays in all these kinds of environments. Everybody Super Bowl uh, is, is, and maybe it may be as loud as it's ever been tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. It may be, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. It, it's going to be tough to just rattle those guys. So you're going to have to go out there and win it. And they're certainly not going to give it to you. Uh,
4: what do you What do you think of the uh, freshman blocker? What do you see out of him that you liked? Well, he's. he's
8: extremely explosive, he's fearless, Um, he's always on the attack, and so, you know, those are the the attributes that kind of stood out to me initially when I first watched him play. So, and he's going to, the other thing is he's he's taking advantage of it because clearly right now, you know, there's not a, you know, rhythm. It's always... It was, again it goes back to they play a good 20 minutes and a poor 20 minutes and then it's you know or a good stretch and then it's a bad stretch so there's that level of consistency is what Coach Musk is trying to find and then you know you get a kid like Blocker who um, can find minutes within that. and but he still is a freshman he's going to have his good moments and he's going to have his head scratching moments just like just like every other freshman out there or, you know rarely even just most players no matter what level they are. Very few of them play a seamless game. Um, but it was it. I guess we may have overlooked him just because of some of the top transfers but um, I, I enjoyed I always thought that he could be a, that player. You know how Devo I don't know what Devo's ranking was coming in but I know he had an impact as a freshman. Um, however he was that type of player. He was good at good enough to have an impact and be a core part of the team, but you know, wasn't tempted to leave after his sophomore year or junior year, and obviously Devo is not transferred or anything, so I, I kind of felt like Blocker could be that kind of an impact for the next three, four years, which is great news for Coach Musk to have another veteran back, backcourt guy for that many years.
5: What do you think about uh, some of the ACC SEC matchups tonight? You got Miami, Kentucky, mm. Pitt, Missouri should be a few games good games in there
8: yeah that Miami Kentucky obviously Nigel pack and Miami the a great run they had last year um, and that the Kentucky team is a different Kentucky team it's they guys they're averaging they're averaging like 12 3. made stocks a game. You're talking about Coach Cal usually, you know, Coach Cal's teams. he's got, what, four, five, you know, six, nine, six, ten, seven feet athletes. Then he's got a couple of guards that attack the basket, finish at the rim. And over the last couple of years, you know, they've only been averaging five, six, three-point makes a game. This team is averaging their... Tied, if not number one, a close number two in assists per game in the SEC. They're at like 18, average 18 assists per game. Wow. Well made threes per game. This is a, a team that they've got a couple of really good freshman guys, uh, and they've, they've got a, a big man uh, who's a fifth year guy, super senior. Actually, I think he's on sports school.
5: Yeah, he played at West Virginia. Ball. Trey Mitchell, I believe.
8: Yeah, he started at UMass, went to Texas. Uh, you know, now found himself with Cal Kentucky. And he's a stretch four. But he's a really good passer. They can run the offense through him. And, and he, he basically pick and pop. But that opens up the lane for their five-star, three-five-star freshmen to attack the basket. And their best player, you guys remember Jeff Shepard? Mm-hmm. He was the... Uh, Outstanding player in the '98 Final Four. So well, his son's a freshman.
5: Reed Shepard. Yep.
8: This kid is—he's um, basically there. He's there. He plays a backup point guard, but he can play off the ball because he can shoot it so well. Uh, but he's leading the team in steals. Second on the lead in blocks. He's, he's six foot three. So they've got a lot of. They, they're unselfish. I know I'm going on and on about Kentucky, but I was just so impressed with them. Um. So I think that's going to be a fantastic matchup. Of course, it is the premier matchup of the night. You got you know two top, nearly top ten teams going at it. Um, Pitt's been impressive. Ole Miss five and Al Flanagan's having the kind of season that he felt like he could have. Um, you know, once he was completely healed from from that Achilles injury. Pat, it's going to be a fun night, boys. Yeah, I just no that doubt. They're all like they're all they're all at the same time i would have loved to have like a whole day of it Hmm. um if you guys remember when we did the sec big 12 challenges on a saturday yeah Mm -hmm. you kind of could you could watch
9: all the games
4: yeah they would do like 11 1 3 5 7 9 it was just all day long uh pete's been holding hold he's got a basketball question for us let's go to pete yeah
6: hey guys how are you pb how's it going Hey, good, Pete. How are you, buddy? Yeah, you're in my uh, neck of the woods, man. I'm kind of in and around the New England area growing up. Aramast and uh, outside of Fort Devons, all that area. So I I miss it. Yeah, Yeah. buddy. Beautiful time of the year. uh, I don't know that we'll have as big a game the rest of the year, maybe to the SEC uh, tourney, um, for... We got like a triple whammy, right? We got we we got a big get right game. It, don't, it wouldn't even matter who the opponent was. Big get right game yeah. Wednesday. It's a revenge game, right? They beat us what 78-70, 78-69 70, just last year to knock us out. Uh, so it's a big revenge game, and then it's a perennial blue blood. So you take and, and then fourthly, it's it's at home. So I don't know that we'll see a bigger game uh you know for the next couple of months and and like purdue i mean we rattled purdue even though their experience and so forth we rattled them and it helped our victory so uh yeah. it's going to be interesting and and what do you, hey Wes? what do you yeah. do if you're coaching against a young team what's the first strategy that you're going to you're going to have your players and your offense do Oh, I'm, actually, your defense.
4: Yeah, I'm if applying pressure, nonstop. Exactly. Pressure.
6: Yeah. Exactly. I mean, they're freshmen, mm-hmm. so that's part of the strategy. You know, we hadn't. I think this is. Uh, I don't know that we've started in a worse seven-game streak, maybe in eight or nine years. I mean, we're we're four and three, and we all believe in must. I'm not even worried about it, like the survey said. But I think we're in our worst seven-game streak to start a season, mm-hmm. but we've but every game we've lost is, you know, was winnable, you know. So is 10:15 is that 10:15 Wednesday is that uh Eastern Central or is that 11:15 for Duke?
4: What's 8:15? 8:15 Central. Yeah, 8:15. No. Oh,
6: I thought I read 10:15. No. I mean 9:15. Be nine, well, That would be oh, East, okay. yeah. Eastern time. That would be East, yeah. So it's nine fifteen for them.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. but
6: yeah, man. I mean, this is this is huge. Got a quick offensive question for for all three of you. Actually, this this weave that we're running, this around the horn weave. Um, I you know I know it's NBA slanted, but I don't think it's compared to the teams we've even played to date. I don't think it's that successful.
5: Well, I don't think our uh, offense is successful because the spacing is not successful. You need the spacing to be able to run NBA concepts.
6: Absolutely, and and we're definitely trying, but it, you know, there just seems to be from out of bounds plays. I mean, we've got plenty in our library, but from out of bounds plays to just our offense at half court, um, we obviously need more transition. But um, you know, if you read a little bit about Duke, which I did over the weekend, they're. Not happy with their play. They need more rebounds. They need to play better defense. And you know, they sound like us, hmm. in other words. So, all right, can't
4: wait. See you, Pete. We'll have our first Guatney Automotive post-game show after the Duke game. Oh, yeah, nice. I John should... Neighbors will be up there. I'll be in the studio. I'm excited. Should point out Duke's lead guard has a five to one assist to turnover. That's pretty good.
5: And he's and he's a sophomore. So, huh.
4: and he's projected
5: water pick. PB
4: BB, we got to go. Take care. Enjoy the games. Take care. All right. Thanks. you guys. Pat Bradley with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. When we come back, Eli Cranor joins us. Stick around. You're in the zone.
3: Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. The end of the year is going to be here before you know it. You know what that means. Great deals on a new ride. Alcoa Community FCU has some of the most aggressive auto loan rates in Central Arkansas. Apply securely online at alcoacommunityfcu.org for your next auto loan. Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience founded on great food and rock and roll.
0: Rock and roll sushi!
3: Viciously twisted flavors and rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. Check out our punk rock roll with shrimp tempura, spicy tuna cream cheese, and seared tuna. Strawberry, avocado, jalapeno, cucumber topping, and more. Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Rockandrollsushi.com.
5: With four locations to choose from in Benton, Conway, and two in Little Rock. Happy
1: holidays from the Little Rock Athletic Club and the Little Rock Racket Club. Two things happen in December. Santa Claus and 50% off all joining fees at the Little Rock Athletic Club and Racket Club. Take advantage of this one time per year offer. 50% off all joining fees. A club membership makes the perfect Christmas gift. This one time per year offer is valid through December 31st. Don't put it off any longer and join the Little Rock Athletic Club or Racket Club for 50% off. Online at LRAC.com.
3: Brace yourself for the ultimate holiday deal with Consumer Cellular. Snag an incredible 50% off the Iris Flip when you buy before December 17th, making it only $34.50. The Iris Flip is all the phone and camera you need with a user-friendly design. The perfect flip phone companion. Plus, you'll get nationwide coverage and always free activation. Score 50% off when you use promo code RADIO50. Head over to ConsumerCellular.com and use promo code RADIO50 during checkout to score this deal.
5: Okay, next time you're at the store, I dare you to not think about the unmistakable fresh, clean scent of Irish Spring. Yeah, you heard me. I want you to resist picturing a shower filled with those sensational Irish Spring suds. And if you succeed, well, you got what my gramps used to call resolutitude. Not a real word. But let's be honest, you're probably going to end up leaving with Irish Spring because of its irresistible scent and because you have zero resolutitude. Pick up Irish Spring today
1: is your beard the envy of men everywhere prove it arkansas urology and 1037 the buzz want to celebrate your locks and honor no shave november and celebrate men's health with the beard bracket challenge presented by arvest bank visit arkansas urology.com to submit your bearded photo from now until november the 26th for a chance to win a flat screen tv we'll post all the beard photos on facebook and whichever photo gets the most likes will win Submit yours today at ArkansasUrology.com. 1037 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, Arcare, and Parker Cadillac.
0: Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. Can't get enough of us on the radio? Follow us on Twitter at JustinAquis7, at Wes underscore More and at CWeaver1037 don't need a tomorrow I'm Tell me what you, want, what you want You say you had enough Cause my time didn't know it's never enough. It's time for Enlightening Candor with Eli Craner. He's brought to you by Jackalope Cycling in Russellville. Jackalope Cycling provides bike rentals and service, as well as camping gear and fishing accessories. Whatever gets you excited to be outdoors, they're there to help you with it. Check them out at
4: jackalopecycling.com. Bring him in, Eli Craner. with us. Eli, we were in Moralton yesterday, went to Elias. Great food, by the way. I hardly, hey, I hardly even ate dinner last night. I was still so full <laughs> from yesterday. It was fantastic, but but yeah, we were there, man. The talk is about Bigelow in your neck of the woods. They're so excited about Bigelow playing for the two A state championship this weekend. That is a uh, awesome story. Rooting for those young men.
8: Yeah, man, go Bigelow for sure. What we all got? What were y'all doing up there besides eating, Elliot?
4: Mm, that was it. We're eat, just eating. We did the show up just there. Eating. Yeah, we did the show there, and. Uh, uh, ate a lot of great food. They just kept bringing plate af- after plate after <laughs> plate for us to try different things. And uh, we managed to talk a little sports in between. Nice.
8: Very nice.
4: How well,
8: are di- things otherwise, man? It's
4: good. We're getting ready for the state championships. And we got uh, conference championships this weekend. You you an Alabama or Georgia guy this week?
8: Man, if you... If you... Made me say, I, mm-hmm. I guess I'm going Georgia. I guess I'm going Georgia. I gotta say, but I think it's gonna be a good game.
4: I was surprised when the with the line. I thought I think it came out at four, and it's up to five now. Uh, I thought Georgia would be a, a at least a touchdown favorite in that game. I, I, I like yeah. Georgia too. I think I think and even though I predicted weeks ago that Alabama would win the SEC championship game, I've I've, <laughs> I've changed my mind. I think Georgia's yeah. the team to beat.
8: But it's hard. I mean, Saban, you know, he's got this underdog role, and he's big like Saban, so it's just hard. It's like, it's like you know,
4: betting against
8: uh, a legend. Mm-hmm. You know, so. No, you're right. So, so it's hard.
4: We're about to uh, have some Fridays off because of state championship games, and then uh, Saturdays are going to be a little bit freer with less college football, so uh, we're going to have more free time on our hands. Hey, 40s, yeah. You got something for us?
8: I do, man. I got a, I got a guy who his name is Tim O'Brien um and tim o'brien is is i would say one of the the best living american novelists. um and the book that you might know and listeners might recognize the book called the things they carried which was a vietnam novel um and it was something i mean i remember we read bits and pieces of it in school and i think a lot of people they had to read bits and pieces of it in school but that book was huge. Uh, he's got a National Book Award, uh, but he hadn't written a book in, like, 20 years. Hmm. And um, he just released here in this past month, he released what people are saying will be his last novel. I think Tim's probably in his 70s, maybe 80s um, now. And it's called America Fantastica. And it's way different from his other stuff. So he's a Vietnam vet, um, writes a lot about his experience in the war, Um, Wrote a really good book called In the Lake of the Woods, which is about a politician who loses like a Senate race and then goes out to this cabin with his wife. And on like the second night, his wife just disappeared. And everybody doesn't quite know what happened to her. And that's what the rest of the book's about. Um, And this book, America Fantastica, I've got like 50 pages left on it. And I don't know, man. Like, I don't even know what it's a big book, it's a meaty book and it's about America. It's just kind of about like, you know when people say like, oh my gosh, like that headline, like you couldn't make that into a, a book or a movie, like it's too crazy. It's like he's taken all of those things and made them into this kind of tapestry. It, it's kind of set up like a heist novel. There's a bank robbery that kind of starts it off and goes off like a, a road a road trip book. Um, but really, really interesting. Reminds me in some ways of like Mark Twain, you know, talking about America and his time or Faulkner. Um, so I think it's big. I think it's important. I'm not quite sure. I completely understand what, what all it's doing, what all it's tackling. Uh,
5: are most of his works fiction or nonfiction?
8: They're all they're all fiction. Yeah, okay. He's a novelist, um, but you know, draw from his life experiences, and that's why this one feels so different. You know, most of his stuff beforehand has been Vietnam centered, um, and this one feels, and it feels big. I mean, like I said, it's it's a big book and it's been 20 years in the making. So, America Fantastica.
4: I can't imagine doing 20 years and then doing something that I used to do all the time.
8: Uh, right? Yeah, I don't know if he's been working on it this whole time or if it's been, um, or if he just took a breather.
4: <laughs> um,
8: but Tim O'Brien's the sort of guy who's good. I mean, he had a, such a big career there. In like the mid-90s, late 90s that was when he was really
4: winning a big award Eli thanks man America Fantastica check it out
8: yeah thanks
3: guys
4: see you Eli Craner with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline thanks to Jackalope Cycling coming up we've got birthdays entertainment more calls Southern Structural Solutions text line stick around hour number three is next you're in the zone
1: telco federal credit union hey they get it at telco federal credit union with rising home loan rates maybe staying put and just fixing up your current home is a better financial solution telco offers home improvement loans even if you have little to no equity now you can get your kitchen and bath remodeled in some new flooring the local team at telco credit union will find you the right loan the lowest rate and will make the process so